0: 720 podcast back for part two Second podcast in a week Boys you're putting in the overtime Yeah, I hope you know you aren't getting paid for Any of this
1: This is a stitch up You said we we're getting bloody paid for the minute
0: Nah well, if you're lucky I might Maybe pay for the postage to send your uh, NRL 720 cap and t-shirt Out but even then it's debatable I might even uh, Might get used to pay for it when it drops on your front door
1: uh, that'll do mate We'll take anything We can get from you,
0: <laughs> Mate it'll probably Where you live It'll probably take Three or four weeks To get to you So uh...
1: Mate at least I'm in the same state Macca lives in a Different country
0: That's true He won't get it till 2024 uh, Macca you What beverage Have you got by Your side tonight mate
2: yeah, we're back on the 4X Golds again, boys, same as yesterday. So. Golds <laughs> <laughs> No mucking around here.
0: Well, it's better than Carrot when he just told <laughs> us before we started recording that he's uh, now into the red wines to knock him out before bed. It's uh, I don't know if he's 32 or 62, but...
1: You do know they invented another beer but 4X, mate. You've been drinking the same beer since you were 13. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm just getting into the spirit of origin character. Uh, great great <laughs>
0: couple of weeks. Speaking of uh, Macca drinking beer since he was 13, did you know you let that slip on uh, last night's podcast that uh, after the under-16s game, you were uh, drinking with the boys in the sheds afterwards? Uh, I don't know if you realised what you said then.
2: Yeah, but I was, I was 15, that's all right. Yeah, that's so, all right. What yeah. were we doing in the style, mate, right? back in the day?
0: To be fair, that is the legal drinking age in North Queensland. It is 15, so... Yeah, nothing wrong with it, mate. Put some hairs on your chest. Yeah, that's it, mate. Oh, too many, mate. Oh, I got a bloody. Do you ever get them waxed? Have you ever had, you had your chest hairs waxed?
2: No,
0: Jason. Oh, okay, that's all right. <laughs> that's that's the that's the big city version of uh, Jason coming out these days. Um, yeah, you did, pretty boy. Did it once, never again. Do not get it done. What do you think that scene is like in? Uh, what is a forty-year-old version when Steve Carell gets his uh, chest hair waxed? Do that times 10. That's what it was like for me, mate. I think I was bleeding for about four days. So,
1: uh, yeah. I'd,
2: I'd edit this out of the um, podcast, mate, but <laughs> it's up to you. You're the hope.
1: Mate, this is... We <laughs> can... I don't I, I'd only need one bloody... One strip. My big big <laughs>
2: <laughs> around that is Around that uh, southern cross-patter,
1: Okay. Have you got that t- laser
2: off yet, or is that still shouldn't it
1: <laughs> No one looks at me without my shirt on, mate. I am... Um... <laughs> I don't even let like, I don't even like the messages Look at me without a shirt on, mate. No, no.
0: You need sunglasses in the daylight, mate. I think even in the in the night, you'd probably leave your shirt on. Yeah, uh, mate. Uh,
1: they fall off now. The shirts anyway. Uh,
0: <laughs> those big broad shoulders of yours. Um, all right, boys. We've got um. We've got part two of the uh, uh, what we started last night. The basically the mid season review of the teams. We went through the top eight. We're going to go through the bottom eight. So it's the uh, the so so teams. Before we get into that, um, Maka, you've had much fanfare from your uh, trivia segment last night, so uh, I think we might make this a bit more of a regular thing, so have you got more trivia for us tonight?
2: Yeah, we're going to pull one out there for the Newcastle Knights fans, Um, (sighs) I don't think there's too many on there that listen to this podcast, but we'll give it a go, so... No, I think they're all actually gone, um,
0: they've all left
1: the podcast. can Can you do the question and then we answer it at the end of the podcast?
2: Is it? No, because you'll be on your phone Googling the answer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. (laughs) You shouldn't have said that because neither of us probably thought of that. No, I didn't actually. (laughs) All right. No, give it to to us now, Macker. What is it? How many forex have you had?
2: Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm only on my second. (laughs) Jason, this is for you, mate. All right. If you don't hit this on the head, you've got to do a shooey, and we want to see it on the Facebook um, page (sighs) for the uh, fans of the
0: all right. Okay. All right. I'll do a shoey if I uh, if I if I don't get this right. What what if it's something obscure, mate? Although I guess I probably no nah, should...
2: no. Nah, it's pretty easy, mate. If you're uh, if you're a Newcastle Knights fan, you'll um, you'll hit this one. Well, I'm not, not this sh-
0: year. I'm, I'm, I'm not this year. I'm actually a Cowboys fan this year, so it it caters year to year if I'm actually a Knights fan or not. But um, anyway.
2: you can't be changing jumpers, mate.
0: Well, oh, that's why I have two jumpers. Anyway, get into it, Macca. What is it? All
2: right. it's Most tries for the club in oh. Knights history.
0: Yep. Ooh. Um shit.
2: Got some big names in this list too. Oh,
0: I'm going to go. Is it one of the Gidley
1: brothers? You've got one more Ooh. chance, mate. That's incorrect. Ah shit. Um actually no I actually know I actually know this. I don't know where I got this. I don't know where I was this in my list It's oh, um, it's oh, a, it's oh, a Scottish 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 last name, I think. Would it be?
0: Not Robbie O'Davis. No, no, that's Davis O'Davis is not true. a, is not a Scottish nickname. Okay? I don't
1: know. <clears throat> I thought the He's a winger. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a winger. Not, not, it is a
2: winger,
0: Yeah. Not the guy who was the Scottish guy. Who was it? Brian someone.
1: Uh, you've, it, got, it, you've got five,
2: four, three. Oh, I don't know. Da- Darren Albert. <laughs> Darren Albert's not even in the top ten. <laughs> it is Uate. Oh, is it Uate? I, th- I thought it was McManus. No, no. And, how, and how many tries do you think he got? I'd say about 80. A hundred
0: and ten. Oh, Jesus, okay. That's oh. a bit more than I thought. Uate, uh, yeah, Uate was yeah, was a bit of this, a gun uh, there for a few, posted. few years.
1: Jeez, I didn't think I didn't think Uate I did not think Uate played that many games.
0: Yeah, there was no, a, he, there was like three seasons, I think he got like twenty tries.
1: Oh yeah, 110 tries and 161 games. That's a killer strike
0: striker. Yeah, now nah, he he was a gun. I remember there was it was him and him and Tamana Tahu. I'm pretty sure for like 60 70 games, like they they had like the same amount of tries to games played. So
1: Tahu was ridiculous. 93 tries and 126 games. Yeah, that, that's pretty impressive for a centre. Yeah,
0: Tamana Tahu. He was. Oh, he was centre and wing. So he he played both. positions. But Yeah, but yeah, t- he
1: was wing
2: because it wasn't goodly. He always used to flicking the ball. Yeah, that goodly was it. Flick.
0: Gidley, Gidley and Tahu, still the best centre-winger yeah. combination in history, I reckon. But uh... Uh,
1: There you go. McManus. McManus was six. There
0: you go. Oh, seven. seven. 72. 70 166. All right. So I owe you as a shoey, do I? All right. Well, um, we'll organise that sometime in the next few weeks. All right, boys, let's uh let's get into part two here. Um, in ninth spot at the moment on the ladder, we've got the Roosters. I can't believe that they're actually not in the eight, but their wins for the season, their under over was 17 and a half. They're currently at seven, so there is no chance they're going to get to 18 wins this year. Uh, Kerry, we'll go to you first. Uh, what the fuck's going on with the Roosters?
1: I think they're having pretty big issues with their halves. It just hasn't really clicked at the start of the year. and Everyone just assumed that it was going to work, the Walker and, Kiri combination, but I think you sort of find when you've got two controlling halves, it sort of doesn't really quite work, neither has a superior running game. They actually look better when Manu shifts into the 5-8 role, so nah, I don't know what's going to happen there, I don't know what's going to happen to Kiri's head knock, whether they're going to try and push him out the door, which is something Roosters like doing, so yeah, that, that that's the main issue, and I think the hookers haven't been really up, I can see why they're getting cheese, everyone. Sort have of said well, why they're going after cheese but you look at Verrills, Watto and Hutchinson and they're not really up to it either so mm. yeah the halves are the big issue for me mate anyway. Yeah
0: I mean you're definitely spot on the halves have been I mean both Walker and Keary, they're both kind of I guess similar players they're both guys who probably play a little off the cuff and a little bit sort of eyes up footy they're not really you know organizers like those those few prime years they had there with Cooper Cronk before he hung it up. I mean, Cooper Cronk's one of the most best organizing halves that's ever played the game. But I mean, before that, they had Mitch Pearce, and Mitch Pearce wasn't great, but he was pretty solid at you know organizing a team and putting them around the paddock. But yeah, I mean, they've got the forward pack, they've got the backs, and uh, I definitely think the halves and the hook is probably the question mark there. But what do you reckon, Macca? You reckon they're going to actually make a bit of a run and try and get back into the eight this year, or if you're putting money on them making you know five to eight spot, or they're going to miss the eight together? Well, what's your tip?
2: No, nah, I think they'll sneak into the eight and knock out the Rabbitohs because um, looking at their run, you know, after the bye, they've got, a, they've got a pretty nice run. I think they might pick up, you know, five out of eight games. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the names out there, you know, Dragons, Knights, Eagles, Broncos, Tigers, so yeah, they're I all think wins. they're the teams that they potentially can beat. And then they've got Cows and Storms, so you wouldn't think they'd beat them. But, yeah, they've got a good chance to sneak into the eight, but it's going to be yeah, very low points. I think they're sitting on fourteen at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's a bit That's of a weird one five. because they're just uh, they haven't had a signature win this year. Like I mean, they've they've had some pretty bad losses. I mean, their one good win I think was back in round 3 up in Townsville against the Cowboys, but that was before the Cowboys became what they are now. They just really have not looked good against any of the sort of contending teams this year. Maybe losing round one to the Knights was a bit of a sign that this wasn't going to be the Roosters' year. I mean, they sort of come out of the blocks and were a bit slow, and then they come back the next week and thump south. But, yeah, they've just never really sort of clicked much this year. And I guess, like Carrot said, it probably is the halves and the hooker. But I guess the old Sombrero cap with uh, Uncle Nick's money. Can't buy you all the wins that you want. So, all right. So if we say we're both, everyone reckons they are going to make the eight, but not going to not going to win a finals game.
1: I don't. I don't think that. I don't think they'll make it. I think they'll just just fall out of the eight. To be honest, I reckon they'll finish around ninth. I think the Raiders have a bit of a softer draw, so I'm going to tip the Raiders to fall in front of them in the eight. I can't see how they're going to get in based on their current form.
0: Wow. So Roosters not to make the eight.
1: That's 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 probably. That's probably because I don't like the Roosters either, so (laughs) half of that's hoping that they don't miss the out. But, um, yeah, I'm going to tip them not to. I think the Raiders are playing a bit of footy and the Raiders are sneaking the out.
0: No, no, I do agree with that. We'll get to them. The next team on the ladder is Manly. Um, Their under over at the start of the year was 15 and a half. That was obviously a... uh, assuming that Turbo was probably going to be healthy for most of the season. As we know, he's not going to be there anymore. They're currently sitting at seven wins the same as the Roosters, but Manly, I mean, they probably should have won that game last week and then the Cowboys scored three tries in three and a half minutes to snatch it. Macca, we'll go to you first, mate. Manly, will they make the eight, yes or no?
2: No, I don't think Manly are going to make the eight, Jason. They've got a um, bit of a harder run than the Raiders and the Roosters. Um, they, do, they both play the Knights and the Dragons, but you know, I've got Roosters beating Manly and they've got the Eels. Turbo's a big miss. That Garrett's playing very well, but Turbo's just yeah, he's next level, so I can't see him doing it without him. So, Manly, they, I mean, they've, they're another
0: team. They've got really good outside backs. They've got two superstars in Turbo and Cherry but Kieran Foreign's leaving to go to the Titans next year, I mean Kieran Foran's not great but at least he's some sort of solid half next to Cherry and they've got a bit of a combination um, they've changed through their hookers through the years ever since Appy left, that's probably their big weakness is their 6 and their 9 to really sort of put them over into real premiership contenders, so where do you think they're going to be from next year onwards, Kerrod?
1: Oh I think from next year onwards they'll be fine once Turbo comes back but they need a hooker. I know Croker had a good sort of 10, 15 minutes against the Cowboys there on the weekend, but he doesn't offer enough out of dummy half for me for the um, Eagles to ever be a legit premiership chance. And they're probably middles. They're probably lacking a, a real leader for that forward pack up the middle. Sort of power has been the leader for a few years, but he's sort of done and dusted. Now his legs are just about done. And, you know, J- Jakey's a serviceable forward, but I think the money they're paying Jakey, I think he's on 900000 a million dollars here there. Mm-hmm. there they're not getting anywhere near that out of him you, you can't play that for a bloke who does 40 tackles a game and two or three hit-ups so well, i think that's really hurting them paying that sort of money for jakey
0: yeah um, i think that was a bit of a family deal though i think uh you know maybe they weren't oh no them, uh, no as much to uh give a little bit to jakey so yeah
1: oh no doubt and i think he's probably you a know, great role model and all that for the club but they're just not getting the money out of him and cherry at 1.2 what's he 33 34 mm. he's yeah, look, that's a lot of money for Cherry. I, I don't think he's worth anywhere near that now. I think he's oh, probably $700,000 player.
0: He could very easily still be the Australian halfback at the end of the year if he has a really good origin series.
1: Oh, well, who would you take as halfback? Would you take Reynolds or Cherry as your halfback for your club right now <laughs> for the Knights? the however. No. <laughs> oh,
2: <sorry. laughs> that's the one I wanted. Um,
0: I'm not even going to do that No, no, that's up, a legit man. question. A legit question, it, I who, take Cherry 10 times out of 10 over Adam
1: Reynolds. Over Adam Reynolds? Yes. Over the impact that Reynolds has had at the Broncos, you take Cherry. He's Harry. only
2: played five games this year. Yeah,
1: exactly. And we're, still sitting in, and we're still sitting in four.
0: How's Reynolds going for Origin this year?
1: If it was Queensland, I'd pick him for Cherry any day of the week. Oh,
0: how do I disconnect, Garrett from this podcast? Where's my... <laughs> <sighs> we no, yeah, exactly. We spoke about the Broncos last night. Good call, Macca. You, you,
1: okay, you okay. Move on. Move on. Okay, um, so you I'm just saying, are you, would you be happy if your club was playing Jerry Evans one point two million right now?
0: One hundred percent. He's easily the You'd second be, best halfback in the world, probably behind Nathan Cleary at NRL club level. He's still got probably in my eyes. The, either the first or second best kicking game in the league, the guy can pull out a forty twenty whenever your team needs it. He's an he's an ultimate leader. I mean, he was probably it was a flip of the coin between him and Munster for man of the match the other night.
1: So why are the Eagles in tenth place? Oh, he, he lost the game the other night. but...
0: Well, mate, did you watch
1: the off. last ten minutes of that game? He cost him a game. The way his decision making the last ten minutes cost him two points it was he horrible. did. He yeah. did. And,
0: and how, how good did the Storm look when they didn't have uh, one of their best players in Pappy for a few weeks there? They got absolutely pumped by the Panthers and the Cowboys. So, I mean, you take an outer world star like Turbo out of any team, they're always going to suffer. Cherry Evans is, can do as only as much as he can do. There is 12 other blokes on the field, but that was sort of part of my question, is that for Manly to be a serious contender, you can't just make it a one-man band and lead them to a premiership. I mean... You know, you've got to have some help along the way, especially with your spine players and with their 5, 8 and 4 and who's leaving and then their hooker who's croker, and they sort of just, you know, don't get much out of him. Without Turbo there, it's pretty much Cherry Evans versus everyone by himself.
1: I was just saying the best two games that the Eagles have played this year have been the two games that Cherry Evans wasn't there. all right. Had enough of you. Round 13 (laughs) 13 and 14. Uh, Look at the scores. I've
0: had had enough. Uh, The Raiders. I've
1: just got to wet my whistle,
2: boys. (laughs) <laughs> Another
0: gold? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice work, Mako. It's something better than to get away from this drivel that Kara's going on about at the moment. How the hell did he bring Reynolds into a bottom eight discussion? I mean, seriously. Um, Canberra Raiders. Canberra Raiders. 11.5 wins at the start of the season. Currently in seventh. Probably about a month or so ago, you would have probably put him down for maybe a wooden spoon contender. Somehow the boys, uh, since Magic Round, have absolutely shot to life, um, even with the injuries that they've had to... Uh, Hodgson and also losing their skipper Croker for the season, but um, the boys have actually playing really, really well of late. Are they a sneaky contender to make the eight? Um Carrot, I'm probably gonna give you another minute or two to get Reynolds out of your brain and uh, we'll go to Macca with his fresh four X gold that he's just cracked open. Raiders to make the eight, yes or no?
2: Yes, and I'm saying what I've said before, Raiders and Roosters will knock out the Rabbits and the Dragons. They'll sneak to the eight those two teams and not back in your team, them. mate.
0: Not back in the red V.
2: Nah, I've looked at their draw very closely, and I, I can't see them doing it, mate. As much as I hate to say it, yeah, Raiders and Roosters have got a favourable draw. Um, I think they can both. Both teams will win, you know, up to five games, and yeah, they'll um, push those two bottom teams out of the bottom eight out. All
0: right, nice, uh, carrot. We're talking about the Raiders here, not the Broncos. So uh, give us your best.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. I think the Raiders will make the eight. I think that win against the Knights was pretty. Well, that was huge that was huge, did that, win Hudson Young doing a grab for himself in the last few mi- minutes of the game. Uh, that that win was they absolutely needed that. If they were still on twelve competition points heading into this week, I'd say there'll probably no chance but that was huge. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back them in with Macker. I think uh, I think they're playing they're playing good enough forty. I think their forward pack is just, is up there. It should be. It should be well and truly a top eight forward back. So I'm back a to back a man and forget he's fine in his form. He's uh, rubbing salt into the wounds every time he runs and <laughs> runs out for Raiders. How well he's playing because a certain team at the bottom of the table would love him at the moment.
0: Um, I'm gonna put a question mark next to Raiders. I think it's. I think they're gonna be one of the teams that it could get down to the wire and maybe it'll it'll rely on the last round or two of the season for them to make the eight. Uh, I definitely like the way they've played in recent weeks and um, they'll definitely be there right at their business end of the season. It just will depend who who wins those last couple of rounds, I think. One team who I think could be one of those teams is uh, the Newcastle Knights. (laughs) They're nine and a half wins for the season. Um, At the start of the season and uh, the first podcast that we ever did, I said uh, put your house money on that. They're currently sitting at four wins, um, so they need another six to get over that in the last ten rounds. Could be a little bit dicey for that now, so I hope no one actually go and, and put their house money on it. Uh, the clock's ticking for Ponga. He's just signed the extension, but, you know, the question marks keep coming out. Is he a bit of a leader? Is he a future captain for the club? O'Brien, I don't know how he still has a job. Uh, the Knights halves, they're still not settled. Uh, Milford, I mean, he was a rental for the year, and it seems like they've just signed a push, Clune or, or Clifford, sort of, to the, to the reserves from week to week. They're not sure who they're going to use there long-term. Um, I just think it's... It's a bit of a clusterfuck going on at the Knights at the moment, but when you have a look at their draw, they do have kind of a favourable draw. They do have some some kind of easy wins there against teams like the Titans and the Warriors coming up. Carrot, we'll go to you first. Knights, yes or no
1: for the eight? They're
2: the only two wins they're going to
1: get, mate. Oh yeah, put the absolute line through the Knights. They're 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 shambles at the moment. Um, Well, feel for Clifford actually. Uh, the last first three rounds of the year and his last six or seven games for the Cowboys, I thought he was really going to develop into a into a, um, a solid NRL. I, you know, I didn't think he'd be a world beater, but I thought he'd be a solid NRL halfback. But I don't know what's going on with the Knights. Uh, I think getting Braley back would be pretty big for him. Um, I think he's actually due back in next. Well, he's back 17 or 18, or even mm-hmm. even earlier than that. I think he's, he's back pretty quickly. So that'll 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 be a huge thing for the Knights getting him back. But yeah, I just don't know what's going on there. Yeah, they, you know, I don't know why they're going for Milford so hard and putting their energy into Milford. Like, if they think Milford's the future of the club, yeah, I've no idea. I would prefer just to see Clifford and Clune back playing in the halves and point and something, some sort of form than and Milford. And um, I think they're going after Hastings pretty hard at the moment as for the talk. So I don't know. Maybe if they can get him across there, it might spark something for him. Maybe next year or the year after. But yeah, put the line through them this year. That's for sure.
2: Macca? Nah, I've got nothing further to say, mate. So <sighs> Thanks, um mate. yeah, that's pretty much it. They're they yeah. cooked, mate, like Terry oh, just said. All right. And their their fan favourite, Edric Lee, going to the Dolphins, so oh, it's not even gonna look good next year either, mate.
1: Edric's actually been solid, solid form on the wing it too. Is. Yeah,
2: they need him.
1: <laughs> I don't know why He's they're the letting best go. Player anyway. at the moment.
0: I'm gonna say if they can sack the coach sometime in the next couple of weeks, they'll make a late-season push because they've got a, a favor enough draw there to uh, to get some wins. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on. I, just, you can't yeah. be sacking the
2: coaches yeah.
0: all the time, Jake, he? mate. He's been there three years. They ha- they've actually gone backwards since he's been there. Something's got to change. So well,
2: Pong had had uh, Westbury, mate. That's why he's lost the game. No,
0: nah. <laughs> leave Callan out of uh. it. Uh, all right, we're going to move on now to the next team, which is the Bulldogs. A late-season push. They've had a couple of good wins lately. They had nine and a half wins was their under over at the start of the year. They're currently at four. Have they woken up? Are the dogs going to be biting into the second half of the season, macca I don't
2: know. I haven't had a chat to um, catch up with old Bobby Beach um, in Brisbane there, but the don't, way they've played the last him. few games.
0: You, you ask any dog supporter, they, they're going to tell you that they're going to win every game.
2: Well, if they beat, if they beat the um, Rabbitohs, I'm going to follow them. So on the 17th of July, they got the Rabbitohs. If they can knock them off, um, yeah, I'm going to give them a shot to get a few more wins. And um, I think they usually do that in the last couple of years. You know, they've um, always been the few top eight teams to just ruffle a few feathers and um, make the competition a bit interesting. You know, they're never going to make the eight, but they just like to upset a few teams and uh, ruin a few multis. So,
0: All right. Well, what about yeah. the nine and a half? They're on four. Are they Are going to get another five?
2: No, nah,
0: they won't get another five. No. Oh, they need six actually.
2: Yeah, they won't get that much They'll get a few. They'll get a few juicy wins, and um, yeah, I think they ruined one of Kerridge's perfect rounds the other week. So he's leading our sibling combat at the moment. So yeah, that was good to see actually, because he overtook me a couple of weeks ago. So
0: we're moving along now. We've got the Tigers. Tigers. Um, I don't really have anything to say about the Tigers. They're probably the most uh, nothing team in the competition. They're under over for the season was seven and a half. Currently sitting at three. Uh, are they going to win another five games this season, carrot
1: Not the way they're playing at the moment. The last couple of weeks has been—it's been horrible. If uh, if the club or supporters or anyone thought that McGuire was the issue of that club, they were clearly mistaken. Last two weeks without him, they have been absolutely shambolic. So Dewey coming back is probably the only shining light and something that might give them a bit of, mm. a bit of hope for towards the back end of the season. But oh, mate, they just they they're playing for nothing i don't know what they if they all the players are contracted for the next 10 years and they're not playing for contracts or what it is but yeah jaco hosting is the only one having a dig out there luke brook i watched him play on the weekend and he was he was absolutely pathetic like it was it was hard to watch how, how he's he's on a million dollars a year next year it's,
0: yeah and the knights almost grabbed yeah. him in the off season as well he was one of their targets so uh, they were going to try and bring over and i Really didn't want to see him there, but um, not like he would have done much better than what they're doing at the moment. But yeah, I'm not really sure what the hell is going on with the Tigers. I think they were hoping that Madge McGuire was going to sprinkle some magic that he did at the the Rabbitohs there, and um, it just hasn't really worked. And even watching that Tales of Tiger Town last season, I don't know. It seemed like a bit of a generational gap. I think Madge just wanted to spit and yell at the the young players every single week, and they just sort of sat there with their heads down and were just demoralized and were beaten every single week by him. So. Just didn't look like a happy town at all. Um, and even though he's gone, nothing, not much has really changed. So, um, yeah. Are they going to get the wooden spoon or is it going to be the, the next two teams that get it in front of them?
1: Yeah, I think Tigers would be my money at the moment. I think, I think once a feeder comes back and Tomlin, surely with, their, with the feeder they've got to win a couple of games. I just I can't see where the Tigers' next win's coming from, the way they played against the Dogs. So, mm. um, yeah, they'd be my favourite sort the of spoon at the moment. Yep.
0: All right, the next team is the Warriors. Uh, Apparently they've now, they're allowed to go back home, aren't they? So unfortunately, Nathan Brown's gone. Sean Johnson looks like he's washed. Uh, Chenille Harris-Tavita is going to retire at the end of the year. Uh, Reese Walsh, he shows some good glimpses now and then. Um, But I'm not too sure what's happening with this team and where they're going. It's been a bit hard for them with COVID. They've been stuck in Australia the last couple of years, haven't been able to really, you know, get any... New young talent come grooming through the ranks and things like that. So there's, so there's probably some some good young players back in New Zealand uh, waiting for them to probably come into the squad next year. But eight and a half wins was their under for the season. They're kind of right on that at four at the moment. Macca, will they hit the over?
2: Nah, they won't hit the over, but they should get a, a cheeky win against the Tigers straight up next week, mate. So, yeah, they'll get a few wins, but they won't hit the over.
0: You'd think now that they're going... that I mean, they are having home games again, aren't they? Yeah, yeah
2: their, yeah, next game is, it, yeah, their next game is home against the Tigers. but um, And then they play Storm um, at home, round 20. So you can't see them winning that. But then they've still got a lot of um, away games. They've got the Bulldogs at, um, at home in Auckland. So <clears throat> they're playing a few of the bottom teams at, at home. But yeah, nah, they'll they'll get a couple more wins. That's probably about it, mate. Yep. They, they've got a hard draw as well.
0: Carrot, anything to add for the Warriors?
1: Nah, not too much. I think that, that game will probably be a wooden spoon battle next week, like Mac said. Mm. Um, you'd probably... It, it could go either way if it was in Australia, but surely New Zealand going back home, it should be a sold-out crowd. And they should have a fair bit of energy to knock the Tigers off. But, yeah, looking, looking at their draw, like Max said, they've got proper hard run of games, so... Yeah, it's gonna it might be it might be four and against it gets spoon between them and Tigers.
0: Our last team to talk about in our mid season review, the Gold Coast Titans. Um, twelve and a half wins was their under over at the start of the year. They're currently sitting on three and are last on the ladder. They're easily to me the biggest disappointment. I mean, they're a team that made the finals last year. They were a pass five seconds from the try line to uh to actually beat the Roosters in a semi final last year. And now this is a team that's red hot. Favourites for Wooden Spoon. They've got the talent there. One player, that, person that isn't talented seems to be Justin Holbrook because that team just seems to be going backwards and nothing seems to be happening. Carib we'll go to you first. What the hell's going on with the Titans?
1: Well, actually, at the start of the year, everyone was carrying on with them, but I think I was talking to Macca, and I was telling a fair few people, I'm not taking credit, but I, I just looked at their spine at the start of the year and thought Campbell, Sexton, Brimson, and Clark, all the potential in the world, but no experience like Brimson never played 5-8 Sexton mm. played a handful of games as a halfback and Campbell had played four or five games and Aaron Clark he's he's not an NL hooker so mm. you looked at their spine and thought this could go off the deep end very quickly and it it's gone off quicker than anyone thought so I'll be the first one to say about the feeder not living up to his height but you do have to feel for the bloke he gets absolutely no service at all Brimson can't pass the ball he's a fullback or a Center. I think he'll move to the centers next year. He'll do with Val Holmes and move to the centers. So, yeah, they need to find a hooker. I don't know why they haven't given. Like Mac said on the podcast, I think a few weeks ago, they got that young Aaron Booth on the Storm. I don't know why they haven't given him a shot. I don't know. They keeps doing the same thing. Holbrook with his spine. It's just not. It's not working. You got to feel for Sexton. Yeah, yeah just I mean, out of ideas. Though.
0: They're the youngest team in the league and. That's the problem is, you, I mean, you look at a team like the Cowboys. Cowboys last year were, were pretty woeful. They were blood and a lot of young guys. And the one thing they did was they went and got an experienced and premiership-winning halfback in Chad Townsend. I know you like premiership-winning halfbacks, Kerr. And look at the difference he's made. Like just having that steady head halfback to sort of just help Sort of tell the guys where they've got to be, who's got to do
1: what at certain
0: points in the game, almost like a like an on-field coach is, like a veteran halfback.
1: And the Cowboys—they had one gone. there, mate. They had one there. They had one there, and they let him. They let him go to the Raiders. Yeah. They've got no. One, they've got no one to blame themselves. I don't know why they just couldn't have played in at five eight for, for, a couple of years and let him learn off Fogarty. Yeah, they got no one to blame but themselves for letting Fogarty go. You, you look at what he's done with the Raiders. Like he's not setting the world on fire, but he's just playing his game, letting White and play off him. So. Mm. Yeah, they got no one to blame but themselves. That was one of that was probably that'll go down as probably the worst off, off season decision out of any club by letting Fogarty go. Oh, actually, Robert's for letting Reynolds go. I like that one.
0: <laughs> How did he still put Reynolds in here?
2: Unbelievable. <laughs> he, he, he finds a way. He finds <sighs> a way. He does. Macker, have
0: you got anything to add for the Titans, mate?
2: Nah, we'll keep it short. I think, um, yeah, the wooden spoon will be decided round 25 when the Warriors play the Titans at Mount uh, Mount Smart Stadium so mm. they've also said the Tigers would be in there too. Tigers got Raiders so you can't see them winning that and then yeah Wooden Spoon game. Alright so. so
0: let's name our Wooden Spooners now I'm going to say Tigers. Maka who do you think it's going to be?
2: I'm going to go just because I said that last one I'm going to say Titans. Garrett?
1: Yeah I'm on the Tigers as well. Alright back the Tigers, mate, the way they played on the weekend, that was the worst game I've seen all year. Yeah.
0: The only way I'm justifying it is I think I think the Titans, they can play better, and they have had some key injuries to some key players. For has barely played much this year, and Brimson's been in and out of lineup, same with Jaden Campbell. I think if they can get a little bit of healthy and get a little bit of continuity, I think they could probably rattle off maybe a couple of wins to end the season. Uh, and you've only got to look a couple of weeks ago. They did have a big, what was it, a 24, 26-point lead against the Broncos at halftime. So, I mean, they definitely have the talent there when they put it together. Unfortunately, it just doesn't happen very often. Uh, the Warriors, I think if they're going to get a handful of home games, I mean, that New Zealand crowd is just, that's probably going to be worth about 10, 12 points a game. So, I can definitely see the Warriors maybe getting a few more wins. But the Tigers, I <laughs> I can't see them getting another Two or three wins to finish the season, so um, yeah, I dare say Tigers are probably my tip for the spoon. All right, boys, that's probably going to do it for part two of our podcast. Um, before we go, obviously Origin this weekend, uh, I'm going to get a quick score prediction and first try scorer from yous, Macker. I know you love a nice multi and, and a bet. So, uh, who's your tip for uh, final score and also first try scorer?
2: Well, I think I said last night we're um, going to go Queensland by eight. Yeah, give me a score, give me a to, score. I don't know, 22 take eight. What's that equal, boys? Oh, I knew you were going to do some math. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be 22-14, <laughs> mate. 22-14, is
0: that you, there, that's your score? There you go. That's, okay. That's the score line. There and then go. we're
2: going to go.
0: Innisvale Education right there.
2: Yeah, we're going to go old Selwyn for a first try on the wing there, mate.
0: Selwyn Cobbo first Thank try you. scorer. Beautiful. All right. Carrot? Uh,
1: Oh, I literally was going to say twenty two sixteen in Colby, so that was that was my that was my prediction, mate.
0: All right, I am going to go a bit of a buster low score. I'm going to say I'm going to say fourteen twelve. From what I've been hearing this week, I think I think New South Wales is going to be in the referees ear, and uh, I've got a bit of a feeling there's going to be a square up and uh, New South Wales are going to get the rub of the green when it comes to refereeing decisions so I think it's going to be a low score in Bladger I think 14-12 and New South Wales are going to squeak out a close win first try scorer fuck it I'll I'll go three for three I'll go Cobbo as well for first try scorer there we go
2: so how many points do you think New South Wales is going to win by Jason? two no just making sure you
0: know your math mate that's it
2: mate (laughs)
0: alright that's going to do it for our two part series mid season review done boys make sure you get into plenty of beers and get ready for the footy on Sunday night Macca make sure you get all those banners l 720 and you give us a bit of a shout out in the crowd look out for Macca yeah we'll do Queensland uh... that's it boys get up it <laughs>
2: see you next week see you boys